What up, what up, what up, fam? This is your post-Comic-Con episode. I am Dami G, Ash Bistrami. I'm Charlie A, <laughs> Vash. <laughs> we are, we are the Overachievers Podcast. Charlie, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm feeling a lot better since Comic-Con. I was not feeling good at Comic-Con I know, dude. Whatsoever. I was like worried about you. Yeah, I got hit with like a really bad cold, so it just kind of sucked. It's the most but wonderful time of the year, aka it is transition to fall when everyone gets sick. <laughs> yeah, and plus being around like you know a hundred thousand people at Comic Con probably didn't help. Uh, two hundred fifty thousand people. Was it two hundred fifty thousand? Two hundred every year. It's like almost guaranteed every year it goes up by fifty thousand. Wow. Yeah, they that's, they, that's they have nutty. to like close off sections. It what like. You know, I've been, I've been going for eight or nine years or so. And like the first year I ever went, I remember you could walk up to the ticket. There was a ticket booth and you could buy tickets and walk right in. You know, now you have to like wait in virtual queue for like three hours to hopefully get a single day ticket. But like, that's all good. I love it. I love that the things that we love and that we're into are becoming a little more mainstream and, and more acceptable and this and that. But like, man, two years ago, I remember we walked in and my favorite part, favorite part of Comic-Con is artist alley i love going to artist alley seeing all the cool stuff that like different artists and comic uh book peeps and and you just get a whole like plethora of 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 dope art and content and stuff and and i just love seeing like some of my favorite all, all my favorite comic book artists and authors are usually there and two years ago we went in and we couldn't get in they closed off artist alley because it was max capacity which at the time, they, they recently have moved Artist Alley into the basement because they're they're doing construction over to that part of the Javits Center. But mm-hmm. I mean, where it was and where it will be back to is massive. It's huge. And the fact that they had to close it off because too many people was insane. You know, but that's Comic-Con, man. New York Comic-Con. It's like New York and San Diego. Like, those are the two big ones. Like, there's Comic-Cons all over the country and, and also some parts in the world. But, like, New York is my favorite. I've never been to San Diego, so I can't say that. <laughs> Maybe it's, I'm biased that it's my favorite because I've only been to New York. But, man, like, everything I know of San Diego, New York is – New York Comic-Con is my, my damn jam, dude, you know? Yeah, it'd be nice to go to San Diego one just to see what it's like. But Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. a lot of the cons. I think at some point I would like to do different cons. You know, you got, like – TwitchCon and DragonCon and like some anime cons. They, they get a bunch of whole bunch of shit. The cool thing is like nerds of all life will go to all of these regardless if you're like into just comics or just anime or just Blizzard or whatever, you know, like Yeah. Did you have a good time though, besides being sick? I uh, I did have a good time. I, uh I feel like so I've I've been to a few comic cons in my time. Not like you, I don't go every year, I go like every you know, three years or so. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it is a lot because, like, it's a lot in the. You know, I, you know, I pretty much am on my feet all the time for work, and so walking around in a convention type doesn't exactly speak volumes to me. But some people really like it. So yeah. Also, hints me. I feel like I feel like <laughs> there's times in the past where there were a lot. It was a lot more focused on video games, and I feel like this time around it was like one little section for like. Capcom, and we'll get into that and talk to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, but we'll get like we'll get into the full Comic Con stuff in a bit, but yeah, but yeah, but other than that, you know, I enjoy I enjoy my time outside of like, well, you know, crazy. I will say some this. people go really nuts with the cosplay, though. I tell you, oh what. yeah, like cosplay ain't my cup of tea, but like, man, some people they live for it. 
and I feel you. Like, if that's your thing, more power to you. But I, I just can't. I've thought about it sometimes. I remember a couple of years ago, you did. You came as a, an assassin from Assassin's Creed, which was which was pretty dope. And yeah. it, Amanda was what Beetlejuice or Edward Scissorhands? What was she? She was Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice. I think you're, I think I remember the stripes. But like the cool thing about New York Comic Con, like New York Comic Con, definitely puts. It's funny. Because, you know, you say that they had a small section, but New York Comic Con definitely puts more of an emphasis on video games than San Diego, I feel like. But the cool thing about it is it might not have, like, the biggest piece of the convention there for video games, but they have exclusives. They have a ton of play booths, and they always have, like, fun stuff that's, that's, that'll be dropping soon, you know? Like some of the stu- some of the stuff we saw, what Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, the new Mega Man game, which I'm fucking stoked for. Um, God, I, like I'm just blanking. Like so, like a, a ton of oh, Resident Evil Two, which I'm mad I didn't. I should have waited in line on Saturday morning because I got there the ass crack of dawn because I wanted something signed and I missed the signature anyway. Uh, I should have gotten in line for Resident Evil Two because they had that cool like uh, interactive like. Not building because we're inside the Javits Center, but it was like a big ass like setup they had for Resident Evil Two. I wanted to play it. I wanted to play that in Mega Man. I missed playing both of them because I'm I'm really excited for the new Mega Man. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, like I'm I'm cool with it because comics comics are my jam. You know, I I go there. I always walk away with a ton of comics signed. Some like usually like some of my favorite. Like I I I thought I was going there to get the. Uh, artist of Monstrous, which is my current favorite comic, to sign it. She wasn't there. The author was there. So I did get her to sign the Comic-Con limited edition hard paper, uh, hard trade of volume three, which I was really stoked about. She was so nice. It, it was really cool. I was If you haven't, if you're into a mix of sci-fi and fantasy and you like comics, check out Monstrous because it is a ton of fun to read. So, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because like my Comic Con is always a little more interact, not interactive. Um, it's 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 a process because my two buds come up every year. Sometimes my third one from LA will come. My buddies Jose, my buddy Eddie, uh, they come up. We'll do like something the night before. Like this time, like we did Thursday night, we did the midnight viewing of Venom. We saw Venom, mm-hmm. which no comment. Uh, I mean, I can. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I won't get into spoilers because it's still freshly out. But exactly, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I saw a movie that had Venom in it. Spider Man is my favorite comic universe or comic uh, character. So, like anything involving Spider Man is my jam. Even though, never mind, doesn't matter. I, I it was fun for the family because PG thirteen. But so we yeah, did. I was, was kind of bummed as PG thirteen, but I, I feel like they could have gone a little bit I, more I, with it. But. One spoiler is that they they had to have used up the word shit too many times because at one point he says turd, and I'm just like, dude, that's you're saying turd because you said shit too many times. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah, that that and plus, I feel like they uh, apparently they cut forty minutes out of that. Yeah, and apparently it was it was Tom Hardy's favorite forty minutes of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, he said so. he said he came out and was like, yeah, they took out my favorite parts. But like, you know, Thursday we did um, Venom. Friday we did Comic-Con. Friday night we did Jiu-Jitsu because we all do Jiu-Jitsu too. And then Saturday I went alone, met up with some other friends. Like some of my friends from my hometown of Pennsylvania came. My buddy Byron, who I played Destiny with, I ended up giving him an extra ticket I had. 
uh, it was it, it was great. So like Comic Con is always that. Like my buddies come in from out of town. We usually like do some stuff before and after. I didn't do any panels or anything, which I don't I don't really care about anymore. But like yeah, it, it's just become a staple for me. Like every year, I look forward to October the most because of Comic Con. I also love I love Halloween and stuff, but October is yeah. my jam. You know, I oh I did get to play. I got to play one game. Cause the line wasn't too bad. It was God Eater Three. Uh, what do you think of that? I'm not a big fighting game fan outside of Soul Calibur. Well, no, so see, it's not. I thought it was a fighting game too. I also thought it was when I played it. It's not. It's a it's a Monster Hunter style game. Like it's you in a squad, and you just kill giant monsters. And God Eater, God Eater Three. Are you yeah, sure? Hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting. It was. I don't. I don't want to say a ripoff of Monster Hunter. I don't know what was first, but like that. I was in a a map. I dropped in with a squad. And there was like a bunch of fucking monsters and then a big ass one that we had to kill. So maybe it wasn't like to the T of that, but no, it wasn't a fighting game. No, on the other side of that booth was that, um, what the fuck was that game called? It, it had like a bunch of different universes. Like I saw Dragon Ball Z characters. I saw like My Hero Academia characters in it. That was the fighting game. It was part of the same setup. And there was also the, I think it was Ace Combat, like 10 or something. How many of those fucking are out? But yeah, that whole booth had a bunch of, a bunch of stuff going on. That was the Bendai booth, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. no, God either was. I didn't. I didn't have too much fun. I don't have fun in those games really. If it's if it's like, a not turn based, but it's like, almost you have a map, you drop in, you have to kill a big monster, and that's it. Like, there's no. I'm not. I got. Yeah. You know, obviously more in like the RPG, like MMO style, like open world. I'm, I need to go find that for a specific reason. You know, that's my jam. But yeah, I didn't get to play too many games. I was bummed about that. Either way, we had a great time. I think Friday was awesome. The fact that we got to walk around and talk to people. People were into it. Like, only had a couple no's. Only had a couple people say no, but it's all right. Like, we're still, we're still, we're still building. So, like, I, I get, I get, like, if you're not into like the comic aspect of it, like, Comic Con is a little bit like, you know, all right, I walked in, I saw the stuff I want, I'm done. But like, it, it's kind of a buffet for me because I like stupid collectibles. I like comics. I like video games. Like, I walked out with two limited edition Bruce Lee Funko Pops. Which for me was all I needed. Like I'm set. I'm good. You know. Yeah, I got a T-shirt and a thing for Amanda and Edward Scissorhands. That's right. I, like I remember action that. figure for Amanda. That's very cute. That's very cute. Um, yeah, man. Comic Con is just—it's like what I look forward to every year, dude. It's like, I because I know I'm gonna see my two buds who I only get to see a couple times a year, and I just know I'm gonna see the, the fun stuff. Like, I, I've gotten pretty lucky. Like on my back wall here, I got like. This limited edition Darth Vader issue number one signed by the author. I got this like Shadow and Batman signed by David Finch, who's just like one of the best illustrators of all time. I got like these two Comic Con exclusive Power Rangers comics that were signed by Jason David Frank, the dude who played Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger. Like I've gotten lucky over the years. I've seen and collected some really good stuff. And every year I, I just that's what I go for. I go for those memories that I'm gonna build off of, you know. And this year was just fun. The fact that we got to bring up a set, you got, you know, you got the the Zoom, brought some mics, interviewed people, like handed out cards. It was all, it was all awesome. Like that was that was a really fun addition. The fact that we did that, and I'm excited to. I, like I think next year I would like to add video into it. You know, like bring a little camera and record record the interviews, and we could throw them up to people. I think that'd be a fun thing to add in. Yeah, I think that's something that I know we've been talking about doing a Patreon and whatnot. I think that's something that would be fun to do for the Patreon people for sure. and whatnot. So exactly, I mean, you know, we have another year. Hopefully, we're doing this a year from now. I think so. That'd be cool. I, I think I think that 
people are really receiving this well, and I think we do a good job of the way we portray ourselves. Oh, let's, ooh, speaking of which, speaking of us doing well, we're going to mention this at the end too, but there is currently a competition going via the Discover Pods Awards. Your, your boys are trying to get the best new podcast 2018. Now, now let me say, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. A lot of good podcasts out there. Why do I think that we deserve the best 2018? I mean, look at us. Well, you can't see us. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm mostly flexing anyway, so you don't want to see it anyway. But I mean, we're going to post a link to that later. We'll love your vote. Uh, shoot us shoot us at best podcast 2018 vote. Back to Comic-Con, though. I think... What was your overall impression? How'd you how'd you how'd you feel leaving? How did I feel leaving? Well, and take out pretend you weren't like a have a fever. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I feel. I, I mean, for me, I felt kind of disappointed because I wanted more video game stuff. Sure, because uh, that's primarily why I went. Like comics, I'm just like eh, whatever. Like, right. I think it's pretty cool sometimes, but outside of that, the stuff that they had, I think, were pretty awesome. Like they had booths set up where you can play some of the new games, like the new Metal, De- uh, Devil May Cry new soul caliber some other things that hadn't been there before so i thought that was pretty neat but overall unless there was something going that i was really looking forward to i probably wouldn't right. like or like if i was going to go by myself for me i probably wouldn't go but gotcha. like if i was going to go hang out with people do it with friends i'd probably go yeah i mean also like i would say that that scene for video games at the new york comic con is very catered it's a lot of fighting games because new york has a hard uh, fighting game scene like uh, not many people know this but there's every weekend there's super smash brothers tournaments there's like like tons of tech and stuff and like marvel versus capcom there's that place in chinatown actually funny enough the interview we're going to show later this this dude goes there uh nebulous games they have constant super smash brother tournaments i've been there for when i used to play competitive magic they also do magic the gathering i remember one time we came in for a pre-release and they were just finishing up a tournament and it's all these like like tube tv dude like all these four by three old shitty tvs because that's what plays <laughs> that's what plays the best with like the game like was a super smash brothers melee that's what everyone play that's what people still play yeah and it's just it's crazy like new york has a huge fighting game scene so you're always gonna see the fighting games at new york comic-con there's always tournaments uh you know last year there was uh what was the street fighter five ultimate whatever there was like a huge tournament people going crazy like they had to like shut down the one aisle because there were too many people staying to watch this tournament because there were a couple pros there playing and it was nuts like that that's like that's what you're gonna see there like yeah it's not too many like games like, you're not gonna see like a call of duty and stuff there was like just cause four which also <laughs> come on they're making another just cause i can't believe this yeah, is still continuing nuts. uh but yeah, no, I, I, I feel you. Though. Just mayhem. For just mayhem. For I feel you though. I feel your 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 not apprehension, but like what you're saying. I mean, for me, like it's great for me because I'm gonna eat up everything there. Like we all on Friday every year, we start at booth number one and we just walk up and down the whole Comic Con. That's what me, Jose, and Eddie do. It's just become like a thing of ours, you know. But yeah, I think um, we're gonna get into playing some interviews um maybe we'll do like one by one and then we'll we'll talk about it uh, we got some, we got some good stuff we 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 tried to get some bigger names but it's hard to when you don't have a press badge it's hard to like yeah. you know people to peel away their time i remember i went to the um 
Square Enix booth. I went to the fandom booth. I went to a couple of booths. And like, hey, do you guys have a minute to talk to our podcast? And they're like, oh, sorry, you're too busy. And I get it. It's understandable. Yeah. Uh, luckily, everyone else though, was pretty chill about talking to us. We got some people that were just there. We got some people at some booths. We did interview one of my one of my favorite uh, artists, Jerry Ma. Dude's a really cool guy. Uh, been doing a, a lot of cool like pop culture, uh, Asian influenced T shirts, and I have like five of his T shirts. He was the man. We, we could also talk about my blunder with his vodka too after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, anything else you want to bring up before we get into the interviews? Uh, no, I think we're good. I mean, we're going to talk about some stuff that's came that, that that's out and coming out after the interviews and whatnot. But yeah, I think it would be good. Cool, cool. All right, let's let's hop in there. What's up, everybody? This is the Overachievers Podcast coming at you live, New York City Comic Con. In boys. person. Oh, in person. We are here. We're live. Yeah, I haven't seen Dom in a while, so here we are. I mean, I see your face every time, which yeah, is pretty nice. True. But now we're like, you know, standing I, I next physically to each other. see your face. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's your boys, Vivash, Ash Bashrami. We are doing it, y'all. We're gonna be giving you just updates. We're gonna be going through booths. We're gonna be talking to people, talking to fans, talking to exhibitors, talking to everything. Talking, talking. I'm talking right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do? <laughs> we're doing it though, and I'm so excited to bring y'all some some Comic Con content. How Yo, you feeling about this? I'm feeling pretty good. I got to walk around a little bit and see what was around. There's uh, some. There's a lot of people here. There's a uh, lot of people. I mean, here. every year. I feel like it grows by a hundred thousand at least. Yeah. I don't know. That might be a ridiculous number, but maybe. I mean, there's. It's like what today's what Friday. Friday. And there's just so many people. So many people. It's just kind of crazy. I got, I got, so. You know, I'm looking forward to some good. I have some comic booths. So I want to check out some. Some of my favorite artists are here. I'm really excited to check that out. And got my two to my two like best buds in from Jersey, Jose De Leon, Eddie Lopez, the, the Jiu Jitsu Masters. Can't wait to be hanging with them today. Hang with my buddy Charlie, and it's gonna be great. I'm stoked. Yeah. What are you looking forward to here? Uh. My newest favorite comic is called Monstrous, and the artist, uh, Sana Takita, her name is, she's phenomenal, phenomenal colorist and artist, and her, her graphics are amazing. Really excited to meet her and hopefully get, like, an issue number one signed or something. Other than that, like, I, have, I don't really have any specific plans besides hanging out with my homies and, and doing this, you know? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't have anything that I'm looking forward to, although I just see right behind us is some Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and some lots God of video Eater. game stuff. Like, yeah, the nice really thing about New York is there's a lot of video game stuff in New York. San Diego has the movies and TV, but New York has a lot of video games and just comics, which, that's, that's all I care about. And, yeah. you know. But yeah, I'm pretty kittens. stoked. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, I'm glad that we have like this mobile setup. This is pretty. Oh, well, it's perfect. This pretty is perfect. Rad, so if, if it gets loud, y'all, you know, don't forget we're in the thick of it, and we're we're gonna try to give you the most clear audio as we can. But we're doing it. We're yeah, here. We're so. here. Live. 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 You boys are live. Cool. All right. We'll see. We'll check back in. Fuck it. We'll be all over at the Monster booth. They got a dope setup going with Super Smash Brothers. Mad people playing. Got my buddy Jonathan over here. Just hit him up. Jonathan's coming to Comic Con for what? Like six years, you said? Yeah, about six years now. Six years? Enough. Yeah, do you always try to find like any of the game booths and like hit anything? I usually do. Last yeah. year they had uh, a really good booth. It wasn't Smash Brothers, but it was it was like Cup Man. Cup Man, never heard of that. Oh, you got to check it out, man. Yeah, is it fighting or? It's a it's like an action adventure platformer. Nice. You into platformers too, besides fighting games? But of course. Oh, nice. I play a bunch of Mario games on my GameCube. Hell I'm yeah, still playing yeah. like Mario Sunshine on and off. That's awesome. You're still playing GameCube. GameCube still has a pretty good community, yeah. Yeah, huge community. I still play people competitively on occasion. Nice. Are you in this? Are you in New York? You're in the city. Oh yeah, I'm in the city. I forgot the name of. There's that store in near Chinatown, the basement. They have a bunch of 
set did you play there? Oh yeah, I've been there like half a dozen times. Yeah? It's awesome there. My right, friends always go in and out. I forget. Is it something corner? I don't remember. I, I used to play Magic the Gathering there, but I would come in and they'd be setting up game cubes. Right. And like the the four by three like old ass TVs That's to play. Exactly you can play, do, you can play there. Yeah. Nice. And in the terms of fighting games, is Smash like your main? Smash is my definitely my main. I mess around with a little bit of Soul Calibur four. Nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, I feel like you don't hear Soul Calibur too much these days, but I know they have a big ass booth they do. over in the front. That was That's really cool awesome. to see. Have you checked it out? I did. I checked it out by viewing it. I didn't get online. Yeah, that yeah, line yeah. was huge, but I, I plan on. You do any Street Fighter or anything? Of course. Yeah, I remember last year they had a nice Street Fighter tournament that going street on. Street Fighter tournament was crazy. That's awesome. I stayed away just to view because I didn't want to get destroyed in front of you. Yeah, yeah. You follow anything online? You follow any of the any of the big like Smash players or any streamers or anything? Uh, mostly Hungrybox. Uh, okay. I follow him on Twitter, nice. and yeah, uh, he's yeah. usually like posting all his like various like UK or Japan tournaments. So right. I'm always on his extra stuff. For sure, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Jonathan, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you hanging out with us. I hope you enjoy the rest of your con, dude. You too, man. Thanks for having me. The first dude we talked to on the day, uh, I remember we went to the Monster Booth, and there was uh, a Smash Brothers tournament going on. And it's so it's crazy that Super Smash Brothers still has, for Melee, or Melee, which is the GameCube version, still has such a huge following. It's like I'd, yeah, I never played it on GameCube, so I don't know. Well, I never. I was always a Nintendo kid, but I kind of glanced over the GameCube. I was still playing my N sixty four, and but like, there are games that people still play now on GameCube still, like and like competitively, it's nuts. Like there's money yeah. in that, like in Super Smash Brothers. You think that Nintendo would try to really push for the new stuff, but they don't. Jonathan was cool though. He was like the first person we talked to. Like I was nervous. I was so nervous going up to like anyone, let alone like a random person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hey, will you will you will you talk for her podcast? Now he was great though. He was into it, and and it's funny because in New York, like with like native New Yorkers, you're either gonna meet someone that's super cool to talk to, and this is not just nerdy stuff. This is like even on the street asking for directions. They're either gonna help you out so much, or they're gonna be like. Meh. Fuck and off! Then, not even all the time. Like, like a mental fuck off. Like they'll just like not look at you to turn around. It's like, oh, okay, yes, I will go fuck myself. Yeah. Now, Jonathan was the perfect first person to talk to because I was just so terrified of handing out the cards and just talking to people. But I feel like that was the good warm up sesh to talking to people for the rest of the con. Yeah, for sure. That monster booth is hilarious. It's 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 so ter- stereotypical that there's a, like a such a high energy or a, like a a monster like energy drink presence at, at yeah. Con. And it was like a new Java Mocha Java <laughs> right. flavors they're doing. It's like are they trying to like Dude. compete with Starbucks was, coffee was, or something like well, that? It was like the person at the booth was like, "Oh, you could try free samples," and I was like, "You couldn't pay me to try. I don't want to try that." Like, nope. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> the funny thing is, they did have Rampage Jackson. Uh, the uh, UFC fight, or now Bellator, I think. I've I've not followed him in a long time. Um, they had Rampage there, like as like a star, like a figure, you know. Like I got a picture with him; it was hilarious. But it's just like this motherfucker doesn't give a shit about like Super Smash Brothers or any of this. Like, good job on getting him there. That's a name, but also like most of these people here probably aren't gonna also like give a shit that Rampage is in your booth, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna see some guy hanging out and be like, "What is he doing?" He was on his phone the whole time. <laughs> As most people are, these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that show was hilarious. But yeah, we, that was that was that was the good first one. Let's uh, 
Let's get on to the next one. What's up, y'all? Over at the G Fuel booth at Comic-Con. Still keep it going with my buddy Mickey here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? You want to give me a little uh, a little background on G Fuel, what you guys are all about? Sure, yes. G Fuel started in 2012. It's an energy drink. We actually call it the official energy drink of eSports. Hell yeah. It boomed off in the gaming world and with the Call of Duty in 2012. It's a powdered energy drink. It's only 25 calories per serving, sugar-free. We, we compare it to a... Uh, a competitor of Red Bull. Nice. Um, and for some reason, it just hit it off with the gaming world. So we find ourselves at the PAXs, all comic yeah, You guys are everywhere. You guys yeah, are everywhere. MLGs. We sponsor all sorts of streamers, gamers, we, we cosplayers. Have, so far, we've had at least two people on the podcast that are sponsored by G Fuel. And it's, it's really cool that you guys do that because... I feel like in, in, in our world, it's just the stereotypical Mountain Dew, like, yes. that's, like we're all doing that crazy caffeine, of but course. I have friends that are, that are streaming and playing video games that literally use G Fuel as not only as a way to keep going while gaming, but also as like a pre-workout for doing fitness stuff. And to wake up, it's a good replacement for coffee, can of Coke, anything. It's just oh yeah, hell oh, yeah. How many different products do you guys have? Like, what are you guys Oof. doing? We, when I got to G Fuel, we had three flavors. That was in 2013. We're now at 25. Oh my goodness. We retired three flavors. Yeah. Really, really? We have three new flavors coming out before the end of 2018, so we're really moving forward. A lot of them now are gamer-inspired. Right. For example, the most recent flavor we did was a famous streamer, Dr. Disrespect. Of course, yeah. We did Black on Blackberry. Oh, yo, that uh, commercial. Edition. Yes, and the commercial was, was hilarious. The Dr. Disrespect commercial, one of the funniest. He's a good guy to work with. He's more creative on his own than oh, most. His persona is one of the best, I think, on in the esports world, in the, in the gaming community. It's, it works. It yep, really works. And he's a huge seller for us. We love him. Oh, He's I'm been sure. A home I'm run sure. For us. So what are some other big people you guys got under you? Uh, Phase Clan is our bi- probably our biggest group Phase that we right. did. But yeah. now we've we've made some major partnerships in the fan in the comic world. We're now partnering with Bandai Namco. Oh wow! That's why we have the Code Vein setup at our booth, video game setup going on. Yeah, I saw on. that. What's that about? What's Code Vein? So we partnered with Bandai Namco. Code Vein is a new video game that's coming out for Bandai Namco. So, so this is the game here. They're demoing it, and we actually, little secret, Ooh. are coming out with the G Fuel Bandai Typo flavor nice. for this game. Awesome. I do the artwork for G Fuel, so we're already all done with the labels Phenomenal. and the cups and everything. Everything is in production. You, you do all the artwork for... Yes, for yeah, oh, the dude, tent, your, your work is amazing, labels. man. That's, yep, am- that's so you. cool. Thank you so much for talking to us. No Mickey, problem. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. So the, that was the G Fuel booth, and the dudes over there were pretty cool. They were so cool. They were so... They were so... I mean, I guess yeah. you gotta have to be when you're trying to... When you're, when you're a product, the people you're pushing your product to are, are, are gamers and we're gamers like that's that's our whole thing is is pushing this information out they were they were super into talking to us too which i didn't think they would have been because g fuel might not be huge but they're big enough to me like you know yeah i mean they're a division of gatorade gatorade's everywhere everywhere, everywhere. and it's like that that commercial with dr disrespect was i haven't watched that like, i look at it I, i'm some of the bigger streamers I have apprehension to because I get it. They have a bit going on because the bit brings people. But dude, Dr. Disrespect is a funny dude. He his whole thing is is pretty killer. But yeah, man, G Fuel was they were cool in like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to be biased here, but afterwards the dude was like super stoked to be talked to him. He gave us some samples, like gave me that gave, oh yeah, we got two of them. We got the cool Power Rangers G Fuel combo uh mm-hmm. shaker, which was awesome. Um, they're like make they are. I feel like the 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 drink of energy of a of a esports. Though I mean, like yeah, you know, so many people I know have them representing them. You know, 
Yeah. And uh, pro tip, don't drink three cups of coffee and then an hour later drink Youthful. You will be jacked up for the Why rest you, of the day. Oh I did God. that yesterday. Dude, I, mean, like, I did that yesterday. What kind of coffee were you drinking? I mean, I was just drinking normal, regular coffee that so I make. So that's like and then, 100 like, to 150 milligrams of caffeine probably. And then Jeep Fuel, I think, is yeah. 200. That's a lot of caffeine, yeah, was, dude. It's fresh. Your heart can explode. Well, <laughs> it helped for when playing, playing Blackout yesterday. So well, I can't even talk about it later. We're going to talk about that later, yeah. too. Uh, Jeep Fuel was great. They were great. They are great people. Uh, what was it? His name was Mickey. Yeah, they were, they were dope. And they had a cool – I didn't know that they partnered up with uh, Bandai. That's interesting. I feel, I feel like – G Fuel has the the opportunity to to partner with like everybody because they're so they're so well known within within esports. You know the fact like Phase Clan is probably one of the biggest esports teams, and the fact that they represent Phase Clan is pretty huge too. You know. Yeah, I mean the, the the thing with sponsorships, it's the same way it works with athletes. So like people like Under Armour would sponsor an athlete. That athlete yeah. wears their material, exactly. uses their stuff. Exactly, they get recognition. People see that they wear them. Like, oh, hey, if you know, if I, the idea is like, if you use our products, you will be better. Yeah, that kind of thing. Also, they do a good job so. of of pushing out like discounts and community work. Like, all, every sponsored person by G Fuel has a, a discount code on their stream. Like, they that is mm-hmm. to like. I'm sure old school like business dudes are like oh they're giving their shit away but it's like no man that's how you that's how you win people you you throw discounts free shit like especially in the gaming world dude the gaming community loves free shit loves it yeah because we're toxic toxic as shit toxic. everybody has a has everyone has is criticizing <laughs> exactly. everything and we're always just like so you give us something free you kind of you'll essentially get. Uh, you know, praise fans for life. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, if, if not, you're going to receive a dissertation on a subreddit somewhere with like 3000 upvotes yeah. in a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What up y'all here? Here the buddy Christian just got done playing kingdom hearts three over the square Enix booth. Uh, so what's up buddy? What, what, tell me about yourself. How long have you been coming here? Uh, this is my fourth year in a row. Nice, it's been nice. really great. I love it, and especially now that we have Kingdom Hearts here. Are you a big Kingdom Hearts fan? Yes, I've been playing ever since like I was like ten. Nice for I, a long time. I mean, it's. I feel like it's one of those RP, like one of those st- story games that it's just so solidified and how much fun it is because it's so nostalgic. We know all the characters and, and and the story is just so it's so flowy and so good. Uh, what'd you think about the Kingdom Hearts three? I thought it was great. I just played the demo and I played the boss fight with the um, I believe it was the Earth Titan from Hercules. It was that oh. boss fight, and it was just really good. It was. They kept the flow dynamics from um, the 3D uh, Dream Drop Distance game, cool. so I enjoyed that. Nice. It just felt like it flowed really good. The attacks were a lot better. The magic was a lot stronger. Everything yeah. was just really good. Nice. Sitting here watching, I see a lot of Toy Story stuff. You were in not that area, though. You did Hercules stuff? Yeah, I did the Hercules boss battle. Oh, nice. that looks cool, too. How long were you in line for? What was it, what was it like? Getting a demo pass or something? Or uh, Yeah, I had a friend who gave me his demo pass, so oh, I was in line nice. for like half an hour. It didn't really feel that, like, that long. Yeah. It was well worth it. It's really tough sometimes trying to get in the games you want to play just because the lines are crazy or sometimes they have like VIP passes like you got that's nice you got that demo pass uh, any of the games you like playing or what's going on with that um, mostly been playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh lately to be honest but Kingdom Hearts is something I've definitely been like holding on to for a long long time you trading card or you do like online or how do you, what I've you... been playing Duel Links and then also get, been getting back into the trading card game nice that's awesome that's awesome cool man Christian thank you so much buddy appreciate having you on no problem have a great con so yeah that was that was a, the Square Enix booth had a, a cool setup with Kingdom Hearts 3 I, I, I played Kingdom Hearts a lot when I was younger uh, this this dude said he been playing since ten, and then he goes into the Yu Gi Oh Pokemon, and it's really it's great that Comic Con has a, a presence for all ages because he was definitely a little younger, and uh, even though I like Kingdom Hearts, the first Kingdom Hearts was definitely like a younger game, uh, a, a game 
pushed out for like younger audiences with all the Disney references. And it's cool that even though like I'm older, I, I still feel, I still hit all those nostalgia points with, with wanting to play kingdom hearts. Cause I, I, I do want to play kingdom hearts three. Like, even though it's, you know, mm-hmm. he played the Hercules and, and like we saw toy story stuff. It's definitely like the, from the movies I saw when I was younger, but it, it, it you have like this crazy, Yu-Gi-Oh presence and there's always a Pokemon presence and, and, and stuff for, for definitely like younger goers, which is awesome. But it, it, it's that game. There's something about Kingdom. Have you played Kingdom Hearts? Nope. Never played it. So the first game is totally it's like toony. It's very like, it's very, it's, ma- it's made for at the time for, for definitely younger people. But it's like, as the game goes on, it gets like pretty dark, like with like stealing souls and like kidnapping children. It's like pretty intense. The fact that, disney is behind this game and like oh yeah i just fought a hercules boss but like oh the main villain is like trying to like kill kids <laughs> it's like crazy oh great not like actually kill kids try to steal it's trying to steal their souls soulless pretty much the same thing. <laughs> i mean they're gonna die and we like to call them republicans now <laughs> but it's like my man what was his name christian he's like oh play po- you can pokemon there is such like every year there is such a giant presence of Yu-Gi-Oh at Comic-Con and I am Yu-Gi-Oh still a thing? Dude, oh my god, Yu-Gi-Oh. Is Digimon still a thing too? I love Digimon, dude. Don't don't talk shit Digimon, man. Uh, I'm just asking. That's no, a I know, question. I know, I know. I I mean I don't do anything with Digimon still. Digimon's cool. They, I mean they redid the show, I think, or they did some movies. But dude, there's a huge um table setup like i can't believe there's like 10 tables set up to play competitive Yu-Gi-Oh at new york comic-con i'm sure there are there are like dudes who go that sit there all day playing Yu-Gi-Oh. like they don't do anything else and it's cool whatever i'm sure there's like it's like a tournament like you know you get to set up and, and play so Yu-Gi-Oh's huge man Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon and magic obviously like the the, the top three card games but Yu-Gi-Oh is going strong still dude Wow! I remember one night I left. I'm surprised. I left a bar and I stopped at McDonald's for like food. And there were kids. It was in Manhattan. There were kids at like 1 a.m. in a McDonald's in Manhattan playing Yu-Gi-Oh. It was the best. Nerds will be nerds. You know, doesn't matter where, no matter where you are. Nerds will be nerds. Nerds will be nerds. Hey guys, uh, Dom here over at one of my favorite booths, Epic Props. Uh, Jerry Ma, one of my favorite fucking illustrated or uh, um, uh, artists out, had like four of his shirts. Uh, Jerry, what's up, buddy? How you doing? What's up? I'm good, man. It's good to see you here. Uh, yeah, we're at New York Comic Con again. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, you know, I mean, you can just see like. I mean, there's a the energy level here is pretty amazing, dude. Every year, I feel like it multiplies by two the amount of people here. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I think technically they maxed out like years ago. Yeah, but it definitely feels like there's more people every here time. every year. Dude, two, two, <laughs> two years ago, I never seen it. Artist Alley they closed because too many people were over there. Well, I, I believe Artist Alley is under construction, so oh. they've been moving it to like different yeah, basements. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, it's really unfortunate to put all the artists in the dungeon. For sure. Uh, so I'm very yeah, you that. always have this spot. It's like prime reality. It's so <laughs> it's so good. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I, as you can see, there are all these major companies around us. I've been here since day one, so I got just grandfathered into of it. New York Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. And what, uh, and what year was this that? This is 11th year for you. Show. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I, the first one I came to was 2010, Becoming Straight, and I remember that was the first time we came through. I think Golden Arms was actually my first shirt by you. Actually, <laughs> it's wearing, one of my favorites. <laughs> wearing one of your shirts literally as I talk to you. One of my favorite Bruce Lee scenes. Uh, it, it, really cool to have you on here. Give, give us a little background on yourself. And, and uh, well, I'm a comic illustrator. I'm a graphic designer. 
Um, I do a lot of clothing design, as you know. Yep. Uh, I've made my living really doing uh, clothing design. Right. Uh, I do stuff for like you know some sneaker stuff. Uh, yeah. I do a lot of uh, movie one sheet stuff. Nice, nice. Um, that basically really does pay my bills: graphic design and movie stuff. Well, in the last couple of years, you've been doing your comic, right? I remember I, I, you had a Kickstarter, uh, Kickstarter going on, and yeah, you did so some crowdfunding. I started off doing this book called Secret Identities, which yeah. is. Um, it's an Asian American superhero anthology book. Yeah. We've won a couple of awards and grant awards, things like that. Amazing. Uh, so I've always worked with a writer, but I've always, I mean, I grew up loving Kung Fu and Dungeons and Dragons. For sure. So I wanted to make a comic uh, with both those, those elements. Right? Yeah. And uh, I, so I did a Kickstarter thing. I was very fortunate. It was, uh, I did pretty well with it. A pretty yeah. successful campaign. I've done two now with for the book. Uh, working on the next one. Hell yeah. So uh, yeah, the book's called Legend. Uh, it is, it is a fantasy martial arts period piece yeah. about them getting superpowers. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> you said recently you were at E3, right? Yes. I was at E3 this past year for Subnation shooting some footage. Uh, I believe it was the Wednesday of E3 or maybe it was the Thursday yeah. of e- during E3 where they took over Twitch for yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. days and just ran all this footage of uh, Bernard Chang, who's the artist for uh, Teen Titans right now, yeah, yeah. and myself. We were just running around playing video games and Hell talking yeah, to people yeah. and doing beer chugs on camera. Of course, of course. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I also see on, I see on the gram a lot you... Uh, you, you advertise, I, I don't know if it's a friend or family member's, uh, a noodle joint that just opened up recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you please tell me about that? Because I, I want to go there back. Because this is so, the city. The restaurant is called Whole Foods. Yes, it's Whole Foods. Yeah, it's yeah. 110 East 7th Street. That's hilarious. Uh, I am one of the partners for it. Ooh. Um, but the chef is Rich Ho. He's great. Uh, all kidding aside, it's the best bowl of beef noodle soup I've ever had. Not a big fan. Um, you know, my family's from Taiwan, so I like to think my opinion kind of matters for this. <laughs> uh, at Here at the show, we are giving away this comic about Rich Ho, how to make beef noodle soup oh, wow. and if you bring that comic to the restaurant you'll get a free Taiwan beer That's amazing. with so, your meal so y- y'all I-, I know that this is going to be like a week or so after Comic Con ends but if you somehow get that comic you better go into Whole Foods and, and redeem that you know well, we also I don't know if you guys are going to be here tomorrow we had him here yesterday uh, Andrew Yang cool. is at the booth he is running for president in 2020 I'm 100% going to stop by so tomorrow so I'm working with him doing some stuff doing some artwork with him uh, he's a great guy. He's running awesome. on the Democratic ballot. Cool, cool. First Asian American run for president. Hell you know? yeah. So we'll see. I think it's pretty cool. Jerry, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it so much, buddy. Thank what, you. Thank what you. was your favorite game to play while you're oh, running yeah. around? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you know, I played Spider Man. I played, uh, I mean, this is back whenever that was. I think back in June. I played uh, the Sony PlayStation virtual reality stuff. Oh, yeah. My favorite game was still. Uh, Sonic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I great, Sonic rules. Dude, Sonic rules. <laughs> Sonic and the, like race cars. Basically, yeah. like Mario Kart, but exactly, with Sonic. Exactly. It was awesome. It was yeah. so much fun. Sega, Sega Kart, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, y'all, Jerry Ma, Epic Proportions, EpicProps.com. Check out his work. Uh, love to have you on, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. It's funny because since I've been going, every year I stop at Jerry Ma's booth. And the dude is just like one of the nicest people. He always has the, like the the first time I ever stopped there, he used to have a, a shit ton of pins. His booth used to only be shirts and pins. And, uh, you know, growing up on Kung Fu and martial arts, like he'd always have like all of the, the masks from like the five deadly venoms and all these cool stuff as pins. And me, me and Jose would always grab a pin or something. He didn't have pins this year, but it was really cool. He stopped and talked to us. Cause you know, he, he has like created, he's, solidified his position as 
almost like a spokesperson for like Asian Americans, like the comic and nerd world, because he he just does so much stuff in, in with his art and with his comics, and and really pushes to make sure that Asian Americans have like a, a proper presence in the nerd world. And his, his art is just so good, dude. I have like five of his shirts. He he was just he was, it was just so cool talking to him because I just I'm always like, oh, what up, Jerry? How you doing, man? And uh, we got to hang out afterwards, which was awesome. My blunder with his vodka, as you remember. <laughs> <laughs> he had like some really fancy yeah. vodka that I just like chugged like an idiot and he's like oh you're... you and I both chugged oh, you and he's did like, too uh, that's he's like you shouldn't that's really expensive you stuff sip, you shouldn't you shoot should that I'm like uh, you should be sipping whoops Jose and Eddie yeah. the, the, the pro drinkers were just like oh yeah this, t- t- this is tasty sipping it yeah I was, I'm an idiot I don't know what I'm doing yeah I don't I don't drink vodka ever. Me I'm either. a whiskey kind of guy. So I was I'm like, a wine boy. I was like, oh, this is nice. I mean, when somebody offers you, you drink it, you know, a drink, you drink yeah, it. you just drink it. So I was like, all right, let's just get this over with. He, he brought us, like, cool. he brought us like behind the booth, gave us a drink, gave me a free shirt, which was amazing. Like, love that dude's that was art. Dope. Yeah, that was that was so cool. Yeah, him. It was good. It's, it's good people. He, like, yeah, you know, I feel bad. Spoiler alert: I didn't stop back. I stopped back at the booth the next day to talk to Andrew, the the guy running for the first Asian American running for a Democrat office in, uh, for United States. Uh, he wasn't there yet. And at that point I was just making my rounds through the whole thing. I didn't get to interview him. I was pretty bummed. Um, Jerry's cool. I, I like meeting other nerds that have an affinity for Kung Fu and martial arts and are also super nerdy. Um, his comic is cool as shit too. I'm bummed. I didn't get the whole foods comic though, because I want, I want to redeem that free bowl of, uh, of beef noodle soup. Still haven't been in yet. I'll go in. Jerry Mazza, man. Check him out if you haven't got a chance yet. What up, y'all? Over here at booth. Where booth number are you? 2270. We're over at booth 2270 with Regine with uh, uh, Women in Comics NYC. And uh, just talk a little about yourself in, in Women in Comics NYC. Sure. Um, we started our organization in 2012. Um, officially, we weren't an uh, official organization until like a couple of months later. But we started uh, when I started um, doing panel discussions, okay. Women in Comics panel discussions for a local show. And after that, all of a sudden, we just started started being asked to do other things and we had an organization <laughs> our official name is women in comics collective international but we call it wink for short okay we have our own convention here in new york city oh, amazing. Um, we do events across the country we have about 150 members worldwide and we're also doing a panel discussion here at new york comic con on sunday women of color in comics amazing do you find being a, a woman and more specifically a woman of color in comics that you've had to face any sort of adversity with this general like atmosphere in comics and stuff well the funny part is when I started in comics I, I not really yeah um, it wasn't until people saw my face Got it. that it became an issue yeah um, I mean I for one I just I'm, I'm a writer and creator and a publisher that's what I've always been and that's how I carry myself right so women in comics came together because one we wanted to push forward uh, women working in the industry and two we did want to sort of come together and sort of block out any type of Collective, harassment right, foolishness right. Um, which is wonderful yeah it's wonderful <laughs> and it's worked it's, t- it's tough to be in this alone when you are in, in any sort of uh, not part of the majority and, and you know so. exactly yeah. exactly and but, I, I was talking to yes. um, I, I didn't get her name um, this is Danny Dixon Danny Dixon she yes. was saying that it's all sorts of creative mediums not just comics within this organization too right it's absolutely a lot we of have, different uh, creative outlook or outlets and, yes we have animators uh, we have bloggers we have journalists we have art curators we have educators. We have librarians. That's amazing. <laughs> so and then do, you have a, do you have a website people can check out at it? Yes, www.womenincomicscollective.org. Amazing. Regine, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Awesome. It, the, one of the, my favorite parts of Comic-Con is just like the diversity. Like you get all types of people, all types of walk of life. I think it's really cool to come across uh, 
a, a booth in, in an organization like Regine's, like uh, Women in Comics NYC, just because it's not always easy to have a voice in 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 niches in comics and nerd stuff and like graphics. It's definitely like its own niche, and it's nice to to find a collective of people that 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 boost each other up and come together and stuff. Th- their booth was cool. They had a bunch of different like art and comics and just like content from from various people within the organization and she was super sweet too it was it was cool she took a took a minute to talk to us women in comics nyc i i a big fan big supporter yeah she was cool to talk to it, it it's it's funny because like i'm i'm a talkative person i talk a lot obviously as you know and it it, it it's it's very frightening to talk to people uh when when it's not natural and going up to someone and say, hey will you talk to our podcast uh, luckily, luckily everyone was super sweet and, and, and she was very nice to take the time out. They were, they were really busy. They had a lot of people at their booth. Yeah. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. Matt, 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 uh, but, and there's like only two of them there at the booth. Yeah. Like, like, so the fact that she took a time to like sit and talk with us was very good. Yeah. She was saying they had like their own convention stuff in the city. That shit's awesome. Wink. Um, Women in Comics NYC. Oh, I thought you were just winking at me. No. Matt- <laughs> All right, I'm over at the booth, 2000 AD, the umbrella booth of Rebellion. I'm talking to Zoltan, lead producer on Strange Brigade. What's up, buddy? How are you doing today? I'm very well, Dominic. Thank you very much. Yeah. So tell, tell me a little bit about uh, Strange Brigade, a little bit of the influence involved, uh, any timelines and stuff, and, and how you're feeling. Right, okay. So we started this game uh, from basically a cover of a book, which was this, this crazy, crazy old book from the 1920s. Where, if you imagine, like uh, a pretty thick, a thick book uh, with this really nicely drawn cover, where a Bugatti is racing through a jungle uh, and the tiger is riding on it, and there's this crazy dude driving it, and there's this lady next to him, kind of almost falling out of the of the car, and that gave us the the kind of the, the inspiration for something where we wanted to, I guess, capture that kind of feeling, that kind of vibe and then wrap it all up into this um, Saturday matinee style narrator talking to you uh, package, really. And that's, 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 the, that's the whole experience, I think. That's what you get. It's a pretty unique flavor, I would say. So you're feeling it's like third-person adventure, shoot 'em up. I look like some of the gameplay. I see some zombie stuff going on. Is that what it is? It's basically one to four players. So you can play it single player, or you can play it co-op online uh, with four four of your buddies. Um, you do more than just shooting. You basically you kind of explore this vast land uh, from Africa to to various parts of Egypt, and you solve puzzles, you solve mysteries, and you try to uncover the secrets. And at the end. As you uncover more and more, you realize that you're going to have to defeat Nefertiti uh, and the big monster at the end, and, and that's that's your main goal. I mean, with the base game, you start with four characters that you can choose from, but if you get the expansion, then you can have up to nine characters that you can play from. Awesome. Um, in regards to the story, is it linear-based, or is it open-world, or how does that work out? Um... It's more linear in the sense, like if you were to expect different storylines, you know, kind of reacting to your actions and to and the environment changing, it's not what you're going to get. So there is a set path, a core path, but uh, it is important to say that there are nuggets of, of hidden gems to the side. So you kind of have to explore it a number of times to be able to uncover all the secrets. 
For sure. Graphically, it looks it looks beautiful. Um, I can tell you guys really put some some hard work into that. It's really fun seeing too uh, these days. Uh, with, with the games like Fortnite and PUBG and just this general Battle Royale sense of games, it, it's always refreshing to see another adventure-based, story-based game come out. And, uh, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. The game looks great. I see a lot of people playing it. Like, been the past few days, I've always seen someone playing it. It's not been empty, so that, that must be a good yeah, feeling. No, it, is, it is an awesome feeling, and it's just really nice to have this atmosphere. I think the atmosphere at Comic-Con is amazing. You know, the, the people that we have here is brilliant. And seeing the guys having a good time, laughing, and just, you know really enjoying themselves is, is that's why we are doing it really you know as Exciting. creative creators yeah for sure Zoltan thank you so much for taking the time thank I appreciate it thank you very much Dominic anytime man and best of luck thanks buddy it's really cool um, seeing single player games still we talked about this before in, in, a, in like a I don't know episode 2 or something that like the worry that single player games or not necessarily single player games but game like RPGs like adventure based stuff like are gonna maybe slow down because of the way that the community, the gaming community, is with like Twitch and streaming, it's just it's very easy to watch like Fortnite and like battle royale games because they're quick, you're in and out, boom, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. But I'm, 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 it's awesome to see an adventure game. It's even more awesome to see like a smaller, a smaller like published thing happening. Like, the game looks great. It was, it was cool. It was like it wasn't like indie looking, you know. Yeah, I, I saw a couple streams from it, and it's, it's pretty interesting because it's out now. I think right, uh, it came I, out like two in August. It might I have, say yeah, that. yeah, I think so. He he was super cool. That was the the lead like producer on it, and he was chilling because that was at the Rebellion booth, uh, which who who is the over like the overseer like this overseer studio of uh, Strange mm-hmm. Brigade. Um, yeah, he 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 was cool to end end the interviews on. At that point, I was I I was just talking too much. I was like, I I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I think I'm gonna die. And he, he, he was yeah. cool. he was he was super nice about it. We actually talked for a bit afterwards, just on on um, the general like feeling of of doing a single player game in this in in today's world with like the Twitch deal and uh, streaming and stuff. But yeah, that was cool. Comic Con was great to do this at because obviously, like we're we're a gaming podcast. We do we do a lot of game stuff. But it just it like I mentioned it before when talking about women in, in comics NYC. There's just such a huge diversity at Comic Con, and that's why I, I enjoy it so much. There's something there for everyone. It might not be like the biggest focus there, but there's like obviously too like they they do so much Marvel stuff at New York Comic Con because of almost all the Marvel shows are set in New York pretty much. Like James, I think was it James Cameron was there, right? Did we see James Cameron? Wasn't he? Uh, I didn't see him there. No, we walked by. There was the the Marvel booth, and there was like. It was all grayed out, and I think inside there was James Cameron doing a podcast thing. It was crazy. Uh, oh wait, no, yeah, you, that was on Friday. I was that was on Saturday when I saw that. Sorry. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, James Cameron was at the Marvel booth doing some interviews and stuff. Like some bit, like the entire cast of of um, Dare, uh, Daredevil was there, which was cool as shit. And then they also did the. The talk with the artist from the new Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, movie coming mm-hmm. out, that animated movie coming out, which I'm excited which for. It looks really awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. It looks so good. They're, like, like Christmas time, something comes out, right? Something I think like. so. Spider-Man's popping right now, dude, with the game, with that. They're doing a lot of Spider-Verse stuff. Now they have Venomverse happening, which is cool. Like Spider-Verse is mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, arcs in, 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 in comics because I love all the Spider-Man. Like Miles Morales, who uh, I think, I believe, what is that? The Not the Ultimate uh, Universe. Uh, escaped my mind. He's like probably my favorite Spider-Man, which is hilarious because you think Spider-Man, you think Peter Parker, 
but I'm really excited for Into the Spider-Verse. I think that's going to be a dope movie. Um, be crazy, like, what we see with Venom coming out after this first movie and see how, like, what they do. Because they have to keep going. I mean, huge spoilers at the end, which we won't say, but, like, they got to keep yeah. going, obviously, with Venom. Hopefully not PG-13, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, I kind of liked having Tom Hardy be that, be an Eddie Brock, so I thought he played it well. He, he I think, because I, I like Tom Hardy, I think he played what he played well but like when i think eddie brock i mean they, they they had to change they had to change stuff around they had to like no matter what people don't understand this yeah when you make a movie especially if you're basing it off of something that was written or drawn things are gonna have to change have to change it doesn't matter how bad you wanted to stick to the original content of what it was movies will change from what they were as the book or whatever the hell they yeah. were beforehand it's really it's really hard to to like i remember game of thrones the one season where it was heavy dragons in the like section of the book there was like oh why were the dragons so much well because that cost like three thousand dollars a second to render <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just rendering time exactly not not on screen not time, even on screen time, time. <laughs> just literally to to it takes days to, to render. so long and like i like we get that because we were in that world but it's hard i know it's hard for people to understand like Yo, where was Ghost at in the last season of uh, Game of Thrones? Well, they showed the dragon seven times, so you're not going to get any ghosts on this season. <laughs> no, there's no go. The the ghost line item is gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I mean, I think we we're, we're spoiled. I, we we've got a lot of good comic movies come out, even like the ones that were like like. I mean, even with Star Wars too, people hated a lot. A majority of people hated. I don't even want to say the majority. A good amount of people did not like the Last Jedi. I fucking loved it. I don't care. I, I refused. I'll die on this hill. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. Um, but it, it's hard. It's, it, we are not hard. It, we we have a lot of of nerd stuff happening. As more and more time comes on, nerd like nerddom is going to get more mainstream and accepted. And I, mm-hmm. I think Hollywood and stuff has realized the cash cow that are nerds. <laughs> Yeah, we're such a huge starting to get there. Yeah, we're such a huge group, and they're going to be like, "Oh, you want more movies? We're going to make a billion dollars off the next Avengers." Okay, let's make it. Yeah, yeah. That was that was all the Comic Con stuff. I felt pretty good. I, I love that we did it. I'm really happy. I think every. That's just. A, I'm gonna try it again. There's just a horn. It's just a horn outside. <laughs> I beat you to it. I, I was just happy. I had a really good time at Comic Con. I'm glad we talked to everybody that we did. You know, was, I think it was like what six or seven interviews we got. Yeah, something like that. That's like perfect. That's like the plenty. We talked to like some some regular goers. We talked to people that had booths. We talked to like the, that dude from the from uh, Strange Brigade, Jerry Ma, like the G Fuel peeps. It was awesome. I loved it. I'm happy we did it, man. Yeah. So now that that's done. Or some new stuff. Are you still are you still playing Destiny? Doing anything else? Are you trying out anything anything new? Uh, God, I downloaded something, but I, I got to play it for two. Se- God, this fucking horn outside. I love living in New York. I love it. I, I haven't I haven't been playing too much. I haven't been playing too much at all. Actually, uh, I've had to cut down a little bit because I have a competition coming up in November. So I've been training more mm-hmm. and working out more because I, you know, I'm going to be doing real Mortal Kombat. You know. Yeah, real life stuff. Real life stuff. No, but I mean, um, unfortunately, no. Destiny's still doing its thing. Also, like with Comic Con, that's like what was mainly on my mind. I do, I want to play so bad the new Mega Man. Like, 
I'm so upset I didn't get to play that Comic Con. I want to play. I'm very. I was. I grew up on Super Nintendo and Mega Man X was like mm-hmm. my fucking jam, dude. I'm so excited to play the new Mega Man because it's like the perfect. Did you ever play that uh, Mega Man like RPG? Yeah. It was like an open world RPG on Super uh, N64. Oh, not awesome. on N64. No, I'm, I played the one that was on the computer. They did one on computer too. It was like a th- third person Mega Man game. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. it. It was great. I Mega Man was my jam growing up, dude. That and Metroid were probably my two favorite games. It's funny because I didn't get into Zelda, which is probably my favorite game series of all time. I didn't get into that until N64. Super Nintendo was all Mega Man and Metroid for me. Which Mega Man N64, I think it was. Or Mega Man Legends. Mega Man Legends might have like been, that. yeah. The computer version was know. so funny. It was so blocky. It was like such a blocky-looking graphics. It was not the best. This game, though, they, they did like a great job of melding like old with new. Like, great mix-up with Mega Man, the new Mega Man. Yeah. But no, I haven't, I haven't too seen much. it. I know Mike did some. Uh, Mike did a couple of streams of it. I haven't seen oh, really? it yet. But I want to go. I want to go back and check it I out. Gotta on check Twitch, that out. But... Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, 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 Charlie. Why did you just? Why did you just have to pause our podcast? Because uh, I drank three cups of coffee. Three cups of coffee and, and a G Fuel. You're, you're bu- no, I didn't do the G Fuel. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Maybe uh, only when streaming will I be that amped up, energized. So. Speaking of streaming, was, uh, I saw you streaming yesterday, uh, the new Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty is good. Uh, so for that, so I've completely switched off of YouTube. I'm no longer streaming on YouTube. I'm going to be doing highlight videos on YouTube, but I'm now on Twitch and made the switch about a week ago. And I would have to say, I'm very happy to, to report that I am now Twitch affiliate. Hell yeah, dude. It's like such a cool, getting the email that's like, congratulations, your Twitch affiliate was just such a cool feeling. It's just, it just yeah it's awesome I mean, congratulations obviously uh Thanks, man. now it's it was, just it, it was a lot of hard work i was gonna say <laughs> well now it's even harder to build back the following you had on youtube onto twitch hopefully yeah but it, it's fine i was just getting tired of getting uh, copyright infringements yeah. against me from playing from music that's playing in the game right i'm like come on man yeah like, that that just turns me off it's like that might so still much. happen with twitch but you won't get the video removed there will be a section of like blocked audio yeah that's fine which is that's such a, a better thing to do quite frankly like, yeah, don't, i'd much rather that happen and whatnot i mean i get it youtube has to like watch their legal back but like come on dude like, that's messing with some people trying to just do their thing yeah for sure but uh but yeah it's cool uh yeah so i've been so blackout i try that again yeah so call of duty black ops 4 came out this past uh friday yeah and uh i ended up playing a ton of blackout i think i did like an eight hour stream or something like that i wanted to do a 12 hour stream but it was very it's tough to do those man especially especially now that i'm you know a little older and it's I have like responsibilities and shit. Yeah. I have to do other things, um, but it was uh, you know it's cool. Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. I saw you playing with, uh, with Mike a little bit too. Yeah, uh, Mike and I had a couple games I played last night with Veller, uh, nice. who we're going to have on the podcast at some Hell point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, Queen FPS, and so and it was a good time. I might, dude, I might like, get I, it. I definitely recommend it. It's it's difficult, man. Like it's hard. Like it's very much PUBG style. It looks it, yeah, uh, a little I bit. I have to work. I have to work on my headshots. Like headshots are key in that game. Right. So like I'm I'm not very good with uh, I'm not very good with aiming for a head. Like I try to get more body shots, but like head cut, headshots are definitely key in that game. But it's it's definitely fun. We won our one. We won our first game yesterday by accident. <laughs> Didn't realize that it was happening. What? So. <laughs> 
Yeah, we uh we we didn't realize that we had um we didn't realize that we were like down to like the last player yeah. and we were just like freaking out. Hilarious. Are, what then, are you playing yeah, it on anyway? Was, I'm playing it on PS4. Yeah. I have my PS4 Pro and then I also have it for PC just because I happen to have like a a code for right. it. Right. So speaking of speaking of PC, from. you've had time now. What's up those 2080 Ti's? How are they feeling? Yeah. Dude, they so my 2080 Ti's. I put them in SLI mode. They're great. Uh, I overclocked them to like you know 1600 and, or 1650 megahertz, something like that. I got like a 17,000 score on Time Spy, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Your average is like eight or nine thousand, something like that. Yeah. And um, for that, I was just doing. Uh, I was getting at. I, so I set my. I set all the settings to black uh, on Blackout or Call of Duty. To you might as well call the best it blackout. It could be, yeah, blackout. I mean, that's what I was playing. I'm not playing exactly. multiplayer and whatnot. Uh, to the best it could be, at 4K, top of things. I was getting 130 frames per second. That's that's stupid. Like, playing blackout, it was it was awesome. That's stupid. Like, I'm, it was a lot of uh, a lot of craziness. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Man. I'm so stoked. That, that's cool that you, you but, got that working. Yeah, but the thing was, like, so I have a these. In the manual says it requires a 650 watt uh, PSU, so I have an 850 power supply, and I because I had overclocked it and pushed the power up, it started to shut down my machine mid game. Oh shit! <laughs> so, does it does so it say 650 with them being sly, or is that single card? 650 with just one. So does so. that mean it's fucking doubled? Uh, I, I don't know. So I'm I think I'm gonna try to find a like a thousand or 1200 yeah PSU. definitely that's definitely but, a smart way have you tried rendering or editing with it at all yet uh yeah so i rendered a bunch of 8k footage it was cranking through it like 50 frames per second that's amazing it folded bare that's gonna be so are you gonna bring that on set you think or no uh i don't know i mean if i'm gonna if i'm going to i'd have to build like a hack and right. out of it but there's no until nvidia puts out the the past or the no, they're not pascal i forget what they are, they are whatever the, the chipset is yeah. until they put out the their whatever the drivers for it on macintosh i'm just going to keep it on pc and use scratch for a time being. yeah so, for sure that's cool we'll that's cool i heard uh i didn't read the article but what's the year like a ps5 rumor there is a ps5 rumor of so there's a rumor about a rumor of an announcement <laughs> that's going to happen like mid 2019 so we're probably still you know eight months away right. from in a quote-unquote announcement yeah but that's about it so yeah i mean that's, that's really all they said there's like an uh an article saying from somebody from sony saying that they might be talking about an announcement in the future so we'll see what happens with that nice nice dang playstation because there's nothing about xbox about new stuff which i'm happy yeah, about i just got this one x so if a new thing comes out in like a year i'll be very upset <laughs> Yeah, speaking of more PlayStation stuff, uh, and I have one of these. I'm pretty stoked about this. That there's a Borderlands 2 VR happening in December. That's crazy. I can't wait, dude. I'm totally going to be streaming this for how, sure. How the hell do you even stream the VR? Like, is it just the same output? It's the same output. So instead of going to my, you know, because essentially the VR headset has its own, you know, heads up display right. that's inside of it, and it has a cable that goes. So it comes, uh, it has a little box in it. So it has output from the box or output from the PS4 into the box, which goes into the headset and then an output back to your TV. Oh, so so the box is what you'll be outputting to your Elgato. 
Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll go into the Alcala. Oh, sick! Whatnot, so. That's awesome. So I'm excited to check that I'm out. I'm gonna try that out, and that'll be coming out in December. I think mid December. I have it pre ordered, and I will definitely be playing it day one because I love Borderlands. Yeah, I'm gonna live vicariously so, through you playing that. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. There's no no problems. The with that. only VR stuff actually, I just realized it's the only VR stuff we saw at Comic Con. There was an Ace Combat VR setup. Did you see like that big ass like Mm-mm. chair? They made a chair that was in the shape of a nose cone of a plane. And there was PlayStation VR with, uh, I believe it was Ace Combat, because I think they're the only people that still do, like, like fi- aerial fighting games. But that shit was yeah. cool. VR, I feel like VR had a moment, and then it kind of died out. But I, it, I mean, it's it's the future. It's at some point, it, it's going to be. It's making a resurgence, man. Yeah. Especially with the Oculus Quest, it's one hundred percent making a resurgence, which is cool. It's only a matter of time before that is how we play video games, like straight up. I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked for it. So we'll see. Did you see that uh, Stardew Valley is coming to iOS? Do you ever you play Stardew that? Valley no, on I'm your not. on your Switch? No, it's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I played it for I don't know, like a week when it first came out, and I haven't really touched it since. The biggest thing I'm but excited for like... Switch wise is fucking Mario Party. It's finally come out. I just haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, that's is it out now? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm almost positive it's out right now. Like it just came out. I think this weekend. Maybe that's something that Amanda and I can sit home because it's, it's, a, it's a fun to be to like fuck a around with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Today it is. Yeah. It's raining, dude. It was our cats. Yeah. So I, I can't believe it hasn't rained yet since we got the kittens. But uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before, it rained real hard, and the cats were bugging. They were. They. It's like the first. Like, can't believe it's the first time they ever saw rain. But they're just running through the house, the apartment. They're just. They were like booking it because really? they were like they didn't know what to do. So they got so tired because they just worked themselves out which is hilarious. But yeah, I'm excited. I want to get Mario Party because <clears throat> Mallory wants more games we could play together and I only really have like Rocket League right now. Um, you should get Overcooked. What the hell is that? Oh, you don't know about Overcooked? No. Dude, okay. Overcooked, <laughs> Overcooked will test the strength of your relationship. Rocket League didn't do well in that. Actually, we won Rocket League. We did win in doubles. Well, Rocket League this is different. You have to work together in Overcooked to make these... Uh, you know recipes or do whatever to, to beat the levels Hilarious. and whatnot. It came out for PS4 a while ago, but it's on Switch. Like oh, perfect. I think it's also on Xbox. But yeah, so Overcooked Two, I think is what's out now. I think it's like twenty bucks. Pick it up, absolutely play it. You guys are gonna have a ton of fun Hilarious. with it, and you're probably screaming each other. I'm, you should definitely stream it at some point, like a webcam with you guys playing Overcooked for sure. Absolutely, it'll happen. Like you should set it up and do it. That's yeah. fucking funny. All right, yeah, it's gonna happen. It'll happen. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link, but it's definitely, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> I love that that exists. I know I'm going to get Mario Party so we can play together just because she never heard of it. And I was like, oh my God, you're going to, you're going to love Mario Party. It's so much fun. Mario Party is just a staple. I feel like in a nerd, like growing up in the college, like someone had Mario, we were doing Mario Party or Mario Kart. Like they're just hard staples for, 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 um, group gaming. Fucking love Mario Party. Yeah, I forgot that came out. I'll definitely have to pick it up. Yeah, and take a look at it. I forgot you had a Switch. Speaking of which, they just yeah. ported Diablo three to Switch. <sighs> Why? You don't, you're not gonna, You don't need to do it. Why? You don't need to do it. I'm gonna wait for a sale. Well, the thing when it comes out on a when it comes out on a sale, I'll uh, I'll pick it up. The thing I th- I bet you that uh, Blizzard is gonna have all their games be cross cross platform soon. They mentioned it. Yeah, they mentioned awesome. it with Diablo three. I bet you it'll happen with Overwatch. Uh, I mean, like, I, that's pretty much it, really. But I mean, I bet you. I bet you soon the, they will be the company that breaks because I, I think Activision mentioned it too, and so that means that at some point, maybe even Destiny two 
would be uh, cross platform, which would be amazing. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it's it's the like yeah, like I feel like it's inevitable. You have to do it. I just want cross account. Like we've talked about this before, yeah. but like if I can play, like if, like I, all my friends are on PS4. Yeah. Like the same with you. Like if I can or on console. So like if we could play with friends on console, but do solo stuff on the computer. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. I mean, if so, if because I'm definitely gonna be playing some. They were like, "Oh, we'll let you have a cross account. You just have to buy the game again for your computer." I'd do it, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. If I could play Destiny Two on my computer with my friends on whatever, hundred percent, I'd buy it again just because I want I want that experience of sixty frames per second, four K. <laughs> yeah, or for me, hundred and three, hundred and thirty. All right, Char- all right, Charlie. All right, 4K. we get it. We get it. All right, man. <laughs> Um, and, and one last thing before we go, don't forget, we are trying to win the best new podcast, the 2018 award by discover pod awards. Um, that's really cool that, that, that exists. Like, I mean, obviously they have like, like tons of different voting for different genres of podcasts, but you know, we're, 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 do, we're doing the thing. I think we're doing it well. And I really, we'd really appreciate your, your vote for us. Um, sitting at like a nice handful of like subscribers and followers, on Instagram, getting getting good reviews and critique and we, we appreciate you all so if, if you have if you have a minute please uh shoot over shoot over to that link and uh g- give us a, give us your vote really appreciate it yeah and you can don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at overachievers p on twitter and overachievers.podcast on instagram and we'll be back in two weeks thanks so much oh also don't forget charlie's on uh on twitch now show show him a follow oh, yeah show him a follow yeah you can twitch.tv slash vash vvash alright y'all later peace Peter soon. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to sell this laptop. Definitely. I got to get this 1080 to you somehow. Well, I mean, I was going to, I was going to bring it on Tuesday. Gonna say maybe put it on the cart when you, when the cart comes back to, Oh yeah, Hollywood. that's a good idea. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good idea. I'll, I'll do that. I'll put it in the bag. I'm going to start sending you money for that too, by the way. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah just take, take, take your time. You don't need to. I'm not worried. Well, I, I just can't, I sold my desktop. I'm going to use that money to pretty much pay you. It's just so funny. Uh, the, I, my desktop 2011, 2012, has really good specs at the time. But I was like, let me see if I can get any money for this. And like mad people, dude, I could have probably charged way more for this because mad people were interested. So I was like, whatever. The first person that hopped on it, I gave it to him for like, I think like 300 bucks. Uh, going to sell that or going to sell my laptop, build a nice new computer, 10 ATI. I can do Ryzen 7, 2700X. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited to have a new computer. I've not had a new computer in a while. so Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take my old 1700 and buy like an $80 motherboard and just throw it exactly. in my stream PC. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. Actually, maybe I should <laughs> keep my laptop to stream. I, I just realized that that would probably be. That's a streaming PC? Yeah. Because that's what I, mean, I stream can. on it now, but it's hard to do multiple things on it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, you. I, my streaming PC is just a streaming PC. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, I have a laptop. I could use the laptop to do it, but it's just easier. Well, you saw that Razer, right? Yeah, I have the fifteen point six inch yeah, Razer. You yeah, could use great. that for streaming, probably easy. I could, but like you know, it, it would cost me eighty dollars to upgrade this machine, right? So I'm just yeah, do that.
Fair. Maybe after next week, because next week's gonna be crazy for work. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm excited for November to roll around. Hopefully, get some good deals on hardware. Because I, I want to do, I want to get like a that that fractal design. Have you seen those cases? Mm-mm. Fractal Design is a company. They make this case called the Mesh FIC, and it's super sleek, tempered glass. Uh, they have a white version, and it's just like so. It's so cool looking, and like not like crazy RPG bullshit. It just looks. It's like a designer like desktop. It looks like it just looks super nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that, and then like I said, Ryzen Seven, 16 gigs. You're the 1080. I'm buying from you. I'm stoked. I'm excited to have a new computer. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like night and day difference for you. Night and day. Oh my God. This laptop is, that was the first mistake I made was buying a gaming laptop. <laughs> yeah. Your hair dryer. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. I I actually had to buy an extra, there's this, it's like a little mini fan that you stick on your exhaust port that just sucks the air out a little bit easier in the laptop. Cause mm-hmm. I actually, my, my laptop died twice while I was streaming once. Like I was playing Fortnite oh, and streaming, and it died. And I realized oh, it was getting yeah, it was good. getting too hot. Um, and so I bought this little exhaust because you can't put it on the intake; it'll blow the fans internally. You have to put it in the exhaust, and all it just does is suck the air out a little bit better. I had to get that because my laptop fucking died, dude. <laughs> nice way to go. Yeah, yeah. 